Good morning, and welcome to the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. This is drive-in worship service number seven. The date is October 18th, 2020, um, and not August, like I said in my email. I don't know if you, anybody caught that. A couple people caught that and emailed me. Thanks for catching that. I put eight, 18, not 10, 18. That's another, another little slip up. Sorry about that, guys and women. Uh, next week, Reformation Sunday. I hope you'll all join us. We're going to have MJ back with some bagpipes. He's going to be playing, I think, from right over there on top of that, that stair, the middle staircase thing. I can't wait. It's, I love bagpipes. And then uh, the week after that is November 1st, All Saints Day. It's also Communion Sunday. It's also Stewardship Sunday, and if you notice in your orders of worship, there's a pledge card. And so for the next couple Sundays, you can drop your pledge cards off on your way out into the offering plate. And November 1st, I'll be praying over those pledge cards. The pledges, uh, please just take a moment sometime, either today or during this week, and come back and bring them next week and dropping in the offer plate, and just pray about how you want to be involved financially in the adventure of this place. You know, I'm rolling into my second year, and I'm grateful to God for each and every one of you, and you guys are faithful. It's excellent. This is, a, this is an excellent place to be, and I, I invite you to join in on the journey. Let our financial team know what's going on uh, by so we can make some plans and that kind of stuff. And you let them know um, how you're going to be financially committed to this place over the next year. Um, can everybody hear me okay? It's cool to see the people in the tent. Yeah, excellent. People in the radios. And we're, we're working on it. Last week we heard you couldn't really hear in the back, so there's a little portable radio and there's a big speaker. Mike Chase is over there making sure nobody does anything crazy. He's kind of the bouncer. I pay him a nickel, a nickel an hour. Um, I got one last announcement, and for that I'm going to invite Carlina to make the hike over to the microphone, and she's going to tell us a little bit about why those green and red boxes are over there. Dr. Spear. Remember Randy Spear? A couple weeks ago I threw him under the bus. He wasn't here. That's him. Good morning. Uh, as Pastor Jason said, um, we have the Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes out. We are officially kicking off uh, the season today. And uh, if you think about it, this is probably one of the most important years that we could be packing shoe boxes. Um, these shoe boxes go to children that are already in need, you know, with poverty and um, really need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And now they're doing it in the midst of a pandemic as well. So this is a really, really important mission to keep alive uh, during this time. So uh, after worship service today, if you'd like to, you can come over to our table over here to my right and pick up a shoebox or, or more than one. Um, if you'd rather remain in your car, we will have some people walking around with shoeboxes that you can, you can take. Um, there's one thing that's a little bit different this year and uh, with... Operation Christmas Child, um, in the shoe the empty shoe boxes, 
there's always this uh, little bulletin or hand <coughs> handout that has you know the label for a boy or a girl. What they're asking this year for you to do <coughs> with the nine dollar donation per shoebox is instead of inserting it into a shoebox, they're asking for you to mail it in. So attached to the uh, pamphlet here is a uh, the postage is already paid. You would just put your check in the envelope and then mail it in instead of putting it into an actual shoebox. So like I said, it's a $9 suggested donation per shoebox. You only have to write one check, so if you do two shoeboxes, one check for $18. <clears throat> uh, also, we will be serving as a drop-off location again this year. Um, Monday, November 16th through Monday, November 23rd, we'll be over in room five, and uh, we will have people driving up in their cars, and we'll unload shoeboxes and put them into cartons and then take them up to Huntington Beach. So I'm really looking for uh, volunteers to help me with that and also for drivers that would be willing to drive the cartons up to the Huntington Beach location. And if you have any questions, just uh, let me know. I'm going to have this table out for the next few weeks. And uh, we'll do our prayer over the shoeboxes on Sunday, November 15th, I believe it is. And that's when all the shoeboxes need to come back, and we'll pray over them and then send them on their way. So I, I hope that you can participate this year. Thank you. That's kind of fun. I haven't heard clapping in a while. Now we're getting more and more people outside. This is excellent. Uh, all those who are able, please stand for this morning's call to worship. And it comes to us this morning from Psalm 99. The Lord reigns. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherub and let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. God is holy. Let's lift our voices to the God who is holy. Let us sing all creatures of our God and King. The lyrics are found right on the back of our order of the service. Good morning. Uh, let's sing together the great hymn, All Creatures of Our God and King. We have four verses. And yes, we have two pitch raises and verse number three and four. If uh, verse four is too high for you, just yell it out the best you can.
Good morning. Um, I just wanted to use this time real quick to remind everyone that on October 31st at 2 p.m., we will have our drive-through trunk or treat here on church campus right here in this parking lot behind you guys. Um, all are welcome. This is not just a children's event. This is an all-church event. So we would love to see all of you guys out here. Um, we will have trunks decorated for you to see and admire. Um, and this is just a great, safe way um, to come together and um, have our trunk or treat. Um, also, last week, you guys did a great job in helping me celebrate Elsie's birthday. And today, I'd like to ask you guys to join me in helping celebrate Everly's third birthday. She will be turning three on Tuesday. Thank you. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Together, let us confess our sins against God and neighbor. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have refused to hear the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The psalmist sings, be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Our hope is indeed in our Lord Jesus Christ, who forgives our sin and frees us to live in abundance through his power. Believe this good news and be at peace. Just because you're in your cars doesn't mean you get a free pass not to sing. In fact, it's a better excuse to sing because no one hears you, right? So, no bashfulness. There is an audience that is always present, huh? And just because you're hiding behind your mask over there doesn't mean you can't sing either, okay? Let's make a joyful noise.
powerful name it is, right? Amen. Please be seated if you stood up. Um, we continue in our series on intentionally praying for our neighbors. And right now we're in intentionally caring for our neighbors. And then in November we're going to be intentionally caring. And these aren't just the people that live around us. These are people that God places in our lives. And these are the places, these are the people that, um, like I said, God places in our lives. And they could be anywhere on the globe. It says in your bulletin that I'm preaching on Romans. 
and it's a sermon title, uh, How Would They Know or something. And I was, I was thinking, where did Elsie get that? And it's just, uh, I looked ahead, and it's because um, also this week we confirmed Tim McCallum's going to be preaching in November 15th, and he's going to be preaching on that text with that sermon title. So that's a, just a, it's a, Elsie every once in a while has the gift of prophecy, and she's just sharing. Uh, it's something to look forward to, right? Um, we're, I'm preaching on Luke today, and I have a question before we get to the text. I have a question. What do you think God cares about? What is God's heart like? And Jesus addresses this. Um, it makes me, in the text that we're going to study, but it also makes me think of the wise words of Mother Teresa. We often, as modern folk, say, where's God? And she would say, he's already told us he's amongst the poor and the needy. And Jesus addresses that, this same thing. And uh, I just wanted to have that question before us as we look at this text. It's Luke chapter 15. I'm going to start in verse 1. Now all the, to- the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he or she finds it. When the shepherd has found it, he he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, calls together friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A little over a year ago, I received a call to this fine establishment to be your head pastor. And it just so happens that uh, we were living in South County and we were looking for a place closer because I didn't want to commute. And a gentleman named Jeff Leak manages some of these uh, prefabricated homes. John M. doesn't like to call them motorhomes because they don't have wheels and there's no engine. So he's got a point there. And so we moved into a prefabricated home 
managed by the company that Jeff Leak works for in Huntington Beach. Soon after this, we realized, because we moved in June 15th, I think. Yeah, right, Malia? Do you know what that's near? That's near the 4th of July. Have you, have you ever been in Huntington Beach on the 4th of July? It's in the water. I don't know what's, uh, what's going on over there, but everybody gets a permit, I guess, and legally can blow up anything they want. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's crazy. And, uh, and Erlinda, who lives in, in, a, in, a, in a place right near us, she just said, heads up, it's about to get crazy in here. And she wasn't joking. And so I started looking online because after the third or fourth sleepless night and people blowing up stuff out your window, you're like, I'm kind of tired of these people partying. I'm kind of tired of these parties. I'm getting a little cranky here, getting lack of sleep. And I start looking up online and they say, stop whining, Jason. This is something to beach. This is what it's about. This is why, this is why you live here. I tell these stories because this is the, pe- the people like me when I'm grumpy and all tired of all these people blowing up stuff, Jesus tells these parables to me. Jesus is telling these parables for the Pharisees and for the, the people that are questioning. Why is, why is Jesus partying with these sinners? Why is Jesus having so much fun with these people that don't do anything right? They don't go to church on Sundays. They don't, they don't have their lawns kept. They don't, they don't do what we're doing. We, we, we earned it, right? I don't know about you, but often I am convicted for feeling like I've earned it. If you're here this morning and you grew up in the church and you have this comfortable feeling that I'm blessed, I got everything. This message is going to rattle you off your cage or knock you off that firm foundation. Because look at, look at this text closely. Jesus is parting with all these sinners, all these broken folk. And the religious, Eugene Peterson calls them the uptight, <laughs> the, the wound too tightly, are saying, what, what are you doing, man? If you're God wrapped in flesh, why, why aren't you talking to us? We're, we're the ones following the rules. We're the ones doing, we're the ones tithing. We're the ones, we're, we're the ones doing it, right? Why are you partying? Call, call to action number one in this text. Lighten up. As Christians, we need to be quicker to join in on the party. Quicker to join in on the festivities. Quicker to have a smile on our face. Quicker to have fun. When's the last time somebody said, was invited to a party and said, boom, yes, I'm in. It's a little bizarre saying that in the middle of this coronavirus, but make sure you socially distance and wear 18 masks, but go to a party. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but get onto the, this text. Look, look at this stuff. Um, 
I asked earlier to be thinking about what does God care about? What does the heart of God look like? And Jesus tells, tells everyone in listening distance, but primarily these party like killers, what the heart of God is and what it looks like. First, what shepherd leaves 99 sheep to go after the one? No shepherd. <laughs> no shepherd. Zero shepherds leave 99 sheep to go after the one. This describes a God that is unlike any other earthly shepherd. That has a heart for the lost shepherd like nothing you've ever imagined. Why wouldn't a shepherd go after the, the one? Anybody? Who's, who's ever had a pet? Who's ever had two pets? What happens when you go after one pet? The other pet takes off, right? <laughs> you, get, you got 99 sheep. You got one. That's a good loss. Jesus says, my father is, is unlike anything you've ever experienced in that his love for the individual, the lost, has no limits, has no bounds. There's another interesting note. When does, when does the, the shepherd start celebrating? This isn't a call for us to go bring people back to this place. This is a call for us to enjoy the same heart as our Heavenly Father and bring the party to the lost one. He goes after that one, picks him up on the shoulder, and he starts partying. And then you get the, the picture of the woman. What woman do you know when losing a coin searches the entire house until she finds that coin, picks up that coin, and gathers the neighbors and has a party over the lost coin? That sounds like a man to me, <laughs> right? I'm myopic. I, my wife, if she loses a coin, she's like, I'll get another coin. <laughs> I, get, I get the myopic. I get focused. If I, if I can't find a certain pen or a pencil, I'm a lot like this lady, but I'm considered crazy by most people. Anywho, get back to the text. What's, our, what's it say about our Heavenly Father? He cares. His heart is, is, is for the lost. His heart is for the broken. And so those, those of us that are here this morning that feel lost, that feel like, I don't know if God cares about me. Seems like the party just keeps on moving. 
And I'm not a part of it. It seems like this, this world is forgetting little old me. Those of you that show up this morning and feel that way, this message is a big hug. This message is a, is a message of hope. That your heavenly father, he's had his eye on you the whole time. He watched you walk through the supermarket. He watched you break down and weep after you came home depleted after another Monday. He watched you as you lost a loved one. And you're confused. Why? He, his eye is on you. And he cares about the one. Notice um, in Luke 5, Jesus says a similar thing. Not only about his heavenly father, but about his heart. I didn't come for the healthy. I came for the sick. I came for the ones that know they need. If you came here, part of the, we'll label them group one, those pharisaical types, those people that feel like we've earned it. I've had Sundays where I've walked up here and I felt like I've earned it and I've been on the, our word is, Get off your high horse and be ready to party more. But also, God has a heart for you too. You know the difference between somebody who realizes he or she needs and the person who feels like he or she has it all put together? The difference can be a second, a millisecond, a moment. If you walk into this place and you feel like you're all of that in a bag of chips, does anybody ever say that? Yes, Randy Spear, pulling it through. Look in the mirror. Start to list the times that you've missed people hurting. Start to list things that you've done that have been wrong in your mind and realize don't take another step in that legalistic I got it all together way of life. Get on your knees. Put your knees in the dirt and bow before the God that doesn't want a person that has it all together. He wants a person that's continually realizing but by the grace of God I go forth. But by the grace of God, I am forgiven from first to last. But by the grace of God, I take another breath right now. And then if you drove in here or walked in here or skipped in here or biked in here and you've felt totally alone, you've felt totally left behind, you felt like that one and the 99 just keeps on rolling, the, 
the, the word for this morning is stop and realize God, maker of heaven and earth, creator of the sunrise, creator of the sunset. I was just at the beach last night. God just, he can't help himself but show off on his beautiful creation. Have you ever just looked at the sand, right? And there's sand art as the sun is setting. That God, that God drops it all. I get a picture, and it's actually a motherly picture. Uh, one time we were at the beach and I was, I was looking and I was watching the water and uh, it was cool, you know, it was the ocean. We were down in Newport Beach and um, my son was, it was down by the river jetties. Um, you know where that is? It's in Newport Beach. Anywho, Malia's like nodding. Don't tell this story. I'm going to tell this story because I love this story because it's a great picture of our Heavenly Father, even though it's a mother. But anyhow, I'm sitting on this beach and we got my, my father-in-law. Everybody's there. Pop-Pop and Mina, uh, Malia, Maddie's sister, all the kids. You know all those kids that started coming? Maddie's kids, Austin, JD, all those guys. Anywho, everybody's there. And we're all in the, we're all in the water. And there's a guy and I think it's blackballed, but there's a guy surfing. And I'm looking at the water. My wife is sitting next to me, talking deep in conversation with her sister. And they're talking about something. And this dude on the surfboard comes really close to my son, who's playing in the waves. And he almost hits my son with the skag. You know what a skag is? the bottom of the surfboard, would have cut him. It would have really hurt him. I was, I was stunned. Like, I'm typical dad. Like, I was like, uh, whoa, that's incredible. Uh, wow, that was a close call. You know, like, I, I wasn't, uh, I looked to my left, and my wife is halfway in the ocean. She's, she's going to grab my son. That, it was, a, it was a snapshot of what this text is talking about with our Heavenly Father. I don't know if you've seen paintings of this, this passage, but I love the one that it's Jesus on the side of a cliff and he's, and he's straining to get that lost sheep out of danger. For the lost ones this morning, this text is screaming at you, God is on the way. God is at your side. God is in your corner. And his heart is for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, I pray that you would continue to remind each of us that our need for you is one of our greatest commodities when our relationship with you is concerned. Continue to humble us. 
for those of us that showed up this morning and feel kind of left behind, kind of stranded. Kind of like everyone's moving on and no one really cares. I pray that you would, by your spirit and, and by your power, wrap your loving arms around these folk. Help us in the end enlarge in our heart to care for the one as you have cared for us. And all God's people said, Amen. And I forgot to mention, if you are one of those folk that showed up this morning and feel like the world's kind of rolling over you, make sure you talk to somebody about it. And it can even be with a mask. Uh, I'll be down there. Just talk to somebody around you. Um, that's part of what this is about. This whole church thing. This whole church as a people. Um, we carry one another's loads. And we remind each other on a continual basis. Like Danny said, even if you're in your car, even if you've got a mask on, there is an audience of one just begging to be with you. Before we, uh, yeah, as we continue in worship, this is part of the service where we receive the tithes and offerings. Uh, well, I tell you, if you're here, you leave them at the plates on the way out. Um, also with your stewardship pledges if you have those filled out. But if you need some more time, make sure you fill those out and bring them back next week. Um, but if you're at home listening on the podcast, you mail your tithes and offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. And let us continue in worship and praise God by giving back to Him and joining in on the adventure of following Him. This morning's tithes and offerings are now received.
hard to count it all joy distracted by the noise just trying to make sense of all your promises sometimes i gotta stop remember that you're god and i am not so shall we return to the Lord for all the good things God has done for us. We shall lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. Join me now as we do call upon the name of the Lord. Almighty God in Jesus Christ, you taught us to pray. Guide us by your spirit that our prayers may serve your will and show your steadfast love through the same Jesus Christ. We pray for the church set in the world. May it show how people are meant to live together and how our gifts are to be shared. May it reveal the face of Christ to a hurting world. Eternal God, you sent Jesus Christ to break down walls of hostility that divide us. Send peace on earth and across our nation. Put down greed, pride, and anger. Remove hate and prejudices and unfair treatment from us and from all people. We know that we cannot love unless we love our neighbors. Help us to see others as brothers and sisters. Teach us to be agents of reconciliation so that all may live together in your peace. Help us to truly feel for the rejection and voicelessness that others experience. 
There are 16 short days until the election. We have witnessed heated discussions and campaigning. We have heard a lot about propositions on the ballot, and we may still be confused about how to vote. Help us to prayerfully consider our options and make wise decisions based on what is best for the common good. O oh God, look with compassion on all who suffer. Support them with your love in whatever their circumstances. Sustain those among us with your healing touch. Make the sick whole. And we ask for your touch to be laid upon Charlotte DeMott, Frank Ortiz, Elizabeth Van Doren, Karen Almanza, and those we name in our hearts whom we commend to you now. Console with your comfort all who mourn. And as you have moved toward us in love, so lead us to be present with them in their suffering. In the name of Jesus. We continue to pray for this dreadful COVID virus. Lord, remove it from our midst. Heal those who are ill. Protect the vulnerable. Bring to us a vaccine and methods of treatment so lives can be saved and healthy living restored to all. Oh God, in your loving purpose, answer our prayers and renew our hopes. In all things for which we pray, give us the will to seek to bring them about for the sake of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Once again, I don't know if I've told you in a couple of weeks, but hey, I love you. I'm really glad to be a part of this, this crew. Danny, I don't thank you enough. And the worship team, you guys are beautiful. Thank you for everybody for coming out. Make sure you grab uh, one of these operation or two or three. I'd love to see that table empty and we'll bring back more gifts. I think that's excellent. Um, let's stand for this morning's benediction. And as you stand, I think I'm going to take a picture just because I like being up here. I get the best seat in the house, by the way, just because other than when it's like 190 like today, but I still, man, Randy, you're barely in it. Okay. Now, may God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guard and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and your mind today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen.